0: goes. motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably
3: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here
1: are your hosts,
3: Kathy K and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strict Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, if you have a problem that you want to discuss or just share like an interesting lifestyle that you lead... <laughs> write in uh, to strictlyanonymouspodcasts at gmail.com and I'll have you on the show. I recently got a lot of emails actually from listeners, which is great. And um that's why I'm on the show today. One of the people who emailed me, uh who was a listener of the show and was like, hey, listen, me and my girl. It was this guy emailed me. Uh, his name was Rob and he said, me and my girl have a polyamorous relationship and we've done all kinds of stuff and he was interested in coming on and talking all about it. And he said his girlfriend was going to come on too, which is great. So literally the first time I actually have a couple on together, it's Rob and Rue and they're a couple who have been together for a while and they're polyamorous or poly something or other. <laughs> I don't know. They say this word that I don't really understand. Um, And they explain like how they... uh how that all works within their relationship and, you know, how they met, what they've done in the past, uh, and what led them to sort of wanting to uh, have a polyamorous relationship. It's really interesting. I'm always interested in these alternative sort of relationships because I think the regular relationships, the monogamous, like I'm going to be with you forever relationships are, don't really seem to really work that well. Um, So I'm always like interested in hearing whether these kind of relationships work. Maybe no relationships work or maybe relationships are supposed to last forever. That's what I actually think. I think some monogamous relationships work when they just work for as long as they do and then they're over, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they were failures or that they, you know, it was bad. It's just that that's just the way it's supposed to be. Right. So I don't know. I could just go on and on about this kind of to- this topic because it's always fascinating to me. Um, so anyway, so stay tuned I'm going to get right to the podcast. Stay tuned. I'll be right back on with Rob and Rue.
1: Do you have a story, lifestyle, lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to, to anyone, anyone, to anyone, or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
3: Hey, Rob and Rue, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. You're on the phone with Kathy. How are you guys? <laughs> we're doing good.
2: Yeah, we're great.
3: Yeah, it's, you guys are great. And it's great to have like the first couple on my show. Like a lot of people have pitched it to me in the past, but it's never worked out. But it's like very exciting for me to finally have both people on the phone. And just so my listeners know, like, you guys live together, right? I'm assuming. Are you guys married or just dating or whatever? I don't know. But you live together, right?
4: We live together. We've been dating for two years. We're working on getting married here.
3: Fairly soon. Right. But they're like literally in separate rooms talking on the phone <laughs> to yeah. me. That's, that's how it's going to work, right? So now mm-hmm. you guys were listeners of the show, right? And you wrote to me saying you'd love to be on the show. And like you, because you do listen to my podcast and you know, I don't like to know a lot of information. I don't, you didn't give me a lot of information, which I love. You guys said that you were, all I know is that you were a polyamorous couple. And then you used another word, which I can't even pronounce. What's the other word? Poly what was the other word that you used? Oh,
2: oh polyfidelity. Uh, what? Right,
3: yeah. Poly, polyfidelity or polyfidelitis. Yeah. polyfidelitis. What is that? I don't even know what that is. How old are you guys first of <laughs> all? Because it's like, it's like a different time thing for me. I think I was born in the wrong I'm, generation. I should have been born in your guys' generation. <laughs> I'm 30 mm-hmm. and Rob's 36. Okay, cool. So what's polyfidelity or polyfidelitis? Is that how, I, am I saying it correctly?
2: Mm-hmm yeah yeah you are um basically it's 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 uh, just another I guess branch of polyamory um where basically we're not looking for just sleeping around or anything like that. We're actually looking for someone to be with, so to say like and basically actual-
4: we're looking to add like a third person into our relationship permanently, mm-hmm. like this is our boyfriend, this is our girlfriend this is our third person in our family
3: you know right so it's not just like for sex right it's like literally like you guys are gonna have another like it's gonna be an emotional connection as well right for both of you right now how does it get decided like whether it's a male or a female are you guys open to either one we're open to either one but we've both decided that
4: um Women are kinda crazy and it would be a little bit harder. <laughs> so we're we're mostly looking for another guy to add into our situation. Oh my god, isn't that, that so funny that, that the be... woman
3: is the one that says that, Oh, women are too crazy. I totally know what you mean. <laughs> oh, we, I'm we I nuts. am perfectly
4: women are catty. I'm perfectly all right with admitting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
3: know. We all know it.
4: Um so you guys have
3: decided it's a dude that you wanna add into your relationship.
4: I mean, we've we're open to the possibility of another girl if we find the right person,
5: mm-hmm. but
4: we've been mostly we've been mostly kind of heading towards the guy direction.
3: Okay, now let me just get some backstory on you guys because I just love like like I said, mm-hmm. I love your guys' generation where you guys are open because I think this this kind of stuff is like much more common nowadays. I mean, not totally common, but it's going to be more common I think as time goes on and people in the younger generation I think are open to you know different kinds of relationship because I think that they've seen and what as it's really. Pretty obvious that the typical like relationship, like monogamous relationship, with one man and one woman for the rest of their life. In your the past, for you, because you're 36, like were you ever married? And if you weren't, like, did you have long term relationships and were they monogamous, or did you always have like this kind of a relationship with people? Or is this the first time?
2: Uh, well, this is the first time. Um, I I've been married before, but it, it was a very short-lived uh, marriage. Um,
3: like a two monther. Well, some-
2: uh, it, well, basically it was a, it was about a, a couple months marriage, but then it was like a longer divorce <laughs> and you know how that goes. Oh my God, wait, but
3: like, did you make people come to a wedding and give you gifts and then you guys like broke up no, two months no. later? Oh, okay. Cause no. I get really upset with people like that. It's like, don't take me for that fucking ride and then make me come to your stupid wedding and give you a gift and then you break up two months later. Do you know what I mean? It's so rude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything extravagant. So, yeah, we didn't. We didn't do any of that stuff.
3: <laughs> so you got married. It didn't work after a couple of months. Now, that's a right. whole other story. We're not just going to get into that because that's a little weird. But and so, and, <laughs> yeah. and then it took a long time to get divorced. How come? Was there like a lot of money or something like? Oh um, no, no,
2: it was just. It was just the process. It wasn't really a huge deal, um, mm-hmm. but just the poor profits. And then at the time, we were living in different states, mm-hmm. so. that that took a little longer but uh i mean in the end
3: were you guys were you always first rob and then i'll ask rue were you oh and i'm just going with the older guy first because i feel like you know (laughs) he grew up in a little bit of a different generation even though it's not that big of a difference right because he's only six years older than you but like oh yeah go ahead and ask away yeah were you rob like monogamous in your relationships in the past or were you a cheater like what was your deal
2: uh, I was monogamous. I, I've never, I've never done really anything besides like, I mean, I had one experience once where it was like a buddy of mine and his girlfriend and my girlfriend at the time. Um, we kind of, I guess, decided to go ahead and try like a sort of like a swap or a foursome or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Was but, there like uh, a lot of alcohol involved? Yeah.
2: Uh, No, no, actually. (laughs) So you're just hanging
3: out um, with your girlfriend and he's hanging out with his girlfriend and you guys, like, without any alcohol or anything, were like, hey, let's swap partners and all have sex?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, Where do you guys live? Unfortunately, that didn't even work out because the girls, um, they, you know, girls, they uh, started getting jealous (laughs) of each other, so nothing ended up going too far.
3: But it was the guys that were into it.
2: Yeah, basically.
3: So you were into seeing your girl get fucked by your friend and he wanted his... That's a very common theme, by the way. I didn't realize this until I started my podcast. That a lot of guys want to watch their girls get fucked by another guy. But that's more like sexual. Like what you guys are doing <laughs> is like not just sexual, right? Like it is like... I mean, you like you just said, you're like a typically a monogamous person. So like what is it in this situation that you decided that you would like to or why have the need to add somebody in, right? If you typically are a monogamous person, what about you, Rue? Let me get to you first too. I'm sorry. I'm jumping mm-hmm. ahead. So what has your relationship history been about? Are you the one that's like driving this polyamorous thing or are you <laughs> like, is that how you've always lived well, your life or what's your deal?
4: I have had more experiences, um, with the threesome ish kind of stuff than, than Rob has. Um, Mine, actually, I had a friend when I was in high school, I was 17. Mm-hmm. She was an older friend, somebody I worked with,
5: mm-hmm. and
4: she had a relationship similar to this, and we used to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was fascinating to me that, you know, okay, you're, you guys are sharing her husband? Okay, cool. That's You guys are all work with this? You're all have fun with it? Okay. And we used to just talk about it. We always had, like, I've always been interested in different things, and, and to me, I okay, think, for personally for me, the... um poly polygamy has mm-hmm. always fascinated me. Me too. Even as it's been when I first learned about it, I've always I've been completely fascinated by it.
3: Yeah, me too. About
4: having the, the support system, mm-hmm. even. Don't you feel the way especially... person there to help.
3: And don't you feel the way especially... Because you guys admitted to me that you had a baby because we were trying to schedule our podcast together, right? I'm like, I have a baby, so I gotta skip. and you're like, you have a baby, and I've been talking so much about polygamy now that I have a baby, because I really believe that once a baby comes into play, I and I don't have a guy, and I'm like, thank God, because I would not want to fuck him at the end of the day. Like, I just would need those duties to be given to somebody else, like, because I think it would, I would just need a break, and I think that, like, that alone, (laughs) so I've been thinking to myself, like, that's probably why polygamy would be better, because there's just certain times in a woman's life where maybe she'd Mm -hmm. like to share the responsibility of Taking care of guys because guys are needy. I really think that they are. You know what I mean. <laughs> and when you have a baby, that baby is very needy, right? So you're just like it's really mm-hmm. difficult. So I really believe as well in sharing the the duties with other women. And I the, hope responsibilities.
4: That, as well.
3: Yeah, right. I think I hope that like in, in oh, the yeah. future, future it's a it's a done deal. But so you guys, but you don't even want other women in the in the mix. You guys want another guy. But so no, no. we want another guy, but. For me, it started. It, for me, it started young because she invited me, into
4: a or three got pregnant. And after that, she, we were waiting until I turned eighteen before I got into this with
3: them. Wait, who parents. got pregnant? And you got pregnant. My friend. No, my friend got pregnant. Okay, so you she and her the husband girl, were going to invite me. Right, you got it. You went into with the girl from work, right? But didn't they have another partner in mm-hmm. already? Or that you did you do the three of them? She
4: was married. Hmm. She was married. This she had already finished her three from her her tribe with her other friend. Oh, okay. And her and her husband invited me into one when uh-huh. I was seventeen, but we were waiting. I was about to turn eighteen. Uh-huh. And they invited me in. And
3: how old were then they?
4: She got pregnant.
3: She was thirty. Okay. And so how she was long... a little bit older than me. Okay, but not that much. But how long did that last or did it just end because she got pregnant?
4: We never even got to it. We never even started having the threesome. But it was already implanted in my head about it. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, we never we never had the threesome because she got pregnant and decided, well, she's pregnant. we on, you know, put that on the back burner and whatever. Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm.
4: And it just never happened. But because we talked about it so much and I was so interested in it, mm-hmm. it kind of stuck with me. It stuck with me quite a bit. And then a few years later, I had another friend and her husband invite me into a threesome.
3: <laughs> and that one, it was <laughs> I don't know maybe they, they flocked to me I don't know no, I think that when you they put, invited me I didn't even <laughs> no I think when you open yourself up to something and you start to ruminate about it in your mind mm-hmm. it like goes out and then that energy comes back to you I believe in that right so you were open to oh. it and you were oh, curious yeah. so of course those kind of people mm-hmm. I think people could smell that from a mile away right so you got offered another right. threesome and I'm assuming that one took off
4: that one was, a, it wasn't like full intercourse, it was mutual masturbation kind of thing. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, um for uh, six, seven months, on and off, we'd just have
3: fun. And, Wait, um, the whole week, and but then for we, six I, or seven months you were with them and you only jerked off, never intercourse ever? Me, no, because I was always the extra person. Okay, and that was their rules and the regulations? Core
4: it wasn't even a spoken rule. It was kind of one of those unspoken things. And, um, but then I started dating somebody and we all had fun together. Mm-hmm. So there was four of us, but mm-hmm. so we all had fun together. So, you know, we'd all mutually masturbate
3: and then go to your partner and have fun. Okay. But would you, and did you um, ever swap? Did you ever wind up doing anything with no, them? Okay. No. We, we didn't swap.
4: We didn't swap. And then, um, so we went on, we did that for about seven months before and finally got to the point where it was getting, you know, you wanted intercourse, but I didn't want to screw up their stuff. So mm-hmm. we just kind of stopped. And mm-hmm. then I've always been more open to it. And I have a group of friends that were, through the we talk, they had had threesomes by themselves. And one day we all have a big fivesome. It was just kind of one day it was like, hey.
3: This was my friend's birthday. with a birthday gift. We had five of us, and we all just kind of had fun. Wait, wait, but how does that ha- so? Wait, so you're having threesomes, and then you find out that your other girlfriends, like you, were like, "Oh, I had a threesome." They're like, "Oh, I had a threesome too." Right? Is that what happened? And then you're at a party. Yeah, and we then- would, We always. My friend Chris and his girlfriend, and his, and then our two
4: friends from college. We just all talked about it one day, and we're like, "You know, we went and we we had um like we had, I don't know if he's with Busters in New York, but we were yeah. like a game bar
5: mm-hmm.
4: so we were there for his birthday and we were just chit-chatting and uh hey do you want to have a threesome for your birthday yeah sure and then looked at me because I'm again the odd man out because they were two couples I'm like yeah I don't care let's go
5: mm-hmm.
4: and <laughs> mind you on this was this, this I have I have four weird friends and on the way two Dave investors that got naked in the back of my car so right. like and we drove right past the cop and it was it was interesting so it was already brought up kind of because they were all I'm, you know, driving, and my friend, my friend Samantha's sitting between the seats of our van, naked. I'm like, Sam, you need to go back and put your Z-Balt on at least.
3: <laughs> oh my <laughs> I don't god! I do get pulled over. But was so there alcohol involved in this of, situation? No.
4: Okay. Not at that point. I mean,
3: and so then no, you all I, went I don't back really to need that. alcohol to be crazy no I love that I that's what I think is so interesting <laughs> you know because I think a lot of times alcohol plays into it but I think people that are really serious about this kind of stuff it they don't need alcohol right so you guys all went back to the house and then you with, all did each other
4: well like I was a mutual masturbation because it' two couples I mm-hmm. you know they all had fun a lot of fun and with. Rob is the only person that I've actually had full-on three-some contact full sex. Your
3: because guy now, we Rob, dating, who's on the phone, right? This yeah. guy, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the only one that we've had full-on, I've had full-on in a car, just like two men at once, you know.
5: hmm
4: So, um, we, well, we met, we met online, we met through a dating site, and um, <laughs> he, um... What caught me at my eye about him is he wrote me a letter, an actual letter with punctuation and like a hello, Carrie, <laughs> on <common>, first <laughs> sentence, introductory, and like the body, three paragraphs, conclusion, and a sincerely. <laughs>
3: right. And wait, what, and, what um, was this like a regular online sort of site or was it like an alternative yeah. place where people are like, oh, I'm into no, like it was volumes. a regular, it
4: was just a plain, mm-hmm. just a plain, just a plain dating site. That's mm-hmm. all it was, and. That's. I mean, this stuff in our relationship didn't really even come up for a year into our relationship.
3: Right. So, Rob, I mean, when I mean, you first met, her, it. right? When Rob, when you first met her, did was she pretty open about the, like this kind of stuff with you? And like, did it freak you out, or were you like turned on by it, or were you like, how did you feel about it when you first found out?
2: Uh, well, we've always had really great communication, so we talked about a lot of things. Um, uh, to be honest, Everything. when she was first telling me about. Um, her friends and all that. I wasn't like freaked out, but I was kind of taken a little bit of back, you know. But um, like I said, we we do talk about pretty much everything, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so I, you know, that that kind of like when that was like, wow, when 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 did you tell me all that stuff? Like pretty early on,
3: right? Within
4: but- like the first three weeks, I think. I'm not very. I'm an open book, so kind of
3: just yeah. Hey, Right, you're kind of like, if this is going to scare know, you off, you're going to scare them off. Later. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If I'm going to scare you off, at least let,
4: let me be myself completely in the beginning, so that you know that I'm a freak right up front, <laughs> and we're fine with that. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> There's no bait and switch. No, 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 no I'm not no, catfishing anybody. Right, so... I don't so, catfish anybody. So you started letting him know that you were, like, pretty open sexually, and Rob, so at first it kind of freaked you mm-hmm. out?
2: A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, like, um, disgusted or anything, or mm-hmm. even, like, oh, no, I can't be with this girl, right? whatever. Um, but, you know, it, it's, I mean, it, there are experiences that I pretty much didn't have. She had a lot more experiences than me, so...
3: Right. So you felt maybe like a little bit like, how am I going to like sort of be able to satisfy this person? Or she just knows more than I do kind of thing. More so than a judgmental thing, right? (laughs) Right.
2: Sort of, yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. And now, so that's, so then she put it out there. And then, so when did you guys start talking about doing it in your relationship? Like, Rue, you're, I'm assuming you're the one that brought it up. And is it because you started to get like sort of, (laughs) not bored of the sex, but like. No, he
4: didn't, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't bring it up. I
5: didn't.
3: No, that's what I said you. I said Rue. I didn't say Rob. I know. I I know who's driving this stuff. Rue. (laughs) (laughs) I could tell in the first two minutes of the call. Rob is like the, he's along for the uh, ride. Not,
2: not always. Don't let
4: him fool you. Oh my God. Don't let him fool you. He's please. We have like, when we go in public, he, he tries to embarrass me and I don't get embarrassed easily and he manages it a lot. So
3: (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean like with this, situation, you could tell that like, he was like, I don't know when he, Rob tells me that he's like pretty monogamous kind of guy and this kind of stuff. Like, and he didn't have all this experience. Like, you know, you're the one opening up this world to him. Right. And of course, what guy is going to say like that? They're not into it. Right. I think that it's like actually probably if he really trusts you, if the guy really trusts the girl, and you have mm-hmm. a real relationship, right? Which I'm assuming after a year, he really knew you and you oh, guys yeah. were in love by then. You know, why would it, oh, why yeah. would he be like anti you saying, hey, let's like bring some? I don't know about the guy thing. Like we have to get into that because I'm curious of like what takes place between both the guy, like Rob and the guy. Well, what really brought it up it's
4: a Toad blow song. Um, and they're talking <laughs> about, you know, <laughs> Watching people getting it on in freaky sex clubs, like, and I was just randomly just kind of brought it up. I'm like, it'd be kind of cool to go to one of those clubs. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting, <laughs> and that's where it went. And it just went with there. And when it came to actually looking for that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I went into it. You what? I said, look, I let him Right. Take the reins. Like, look, because we brought it up. Talking about sex clubs, like, we... And he's the researcher. I'm the kind of flippant, let me just go do something. He's the researcher in our
3: relationship. Okay, so he, so he Googled did a lot and of research found, He Googled and found the good sex club to go, to.
4: <laughs> He was We were looking for... Oh, God, everything. Everything. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I let him do the research, and I take, you know, give him an idea.
5: Uh-huh.
4: But um, he looked up, like, area... Our area... For sex clubs for these kind of things, and we were kind of like, well, our area is kind of not Bible something exactly, but it's not really overly progressive.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So we were kind of hesitant to really look for anything in our area because we weren't looking for what we're looking for is something relationship wise. We're not looking for that. Oh, hey, let me bend your wife. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> we're looking for another person to be like his his best friend my boyfriend our boyfriend you
3: know our group Mm -hmm. wait now i need to know this but rob is this something where you're going to get it on with the guy too
2: no not necessarily um i've like i've I've talked to her a million times about this before i'm not attracted to guys at Mm -hmm. all yeah there's always been some curiosity as far as like oral goes.
3: meaning like to blow the guy or to get a blowjob or both both. Uh-huh. both. So you'd blow a guy, um, but you're not. But see, I think people would be like, you got to be kidding me. How could you think that that's not like into guys, right? If you would blow someone.
2: Yeah, I, it's it's weird. Like, it, it's hard for me to even explain it. But uh-huh. um, like, I don't consider myself gay or bisexual or anything like that because I'm not like physically attracted to any men. Like, I'm not going to see a guy walk down the street and I'm going to stare at him thinking he's hot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in the sense of like let's say we're all together and things are going down, something happens, yeah, that's, I mean.
3: So you're curious I'm at more of it in, like a, in the, the middle of a sexual experience, but like you say, you're not. That's right, like an interesting right. way to explain it. I mean, I would never... Th- think of it that way but like that's how it makes sense like when you explain it that way like that that's how it is I don't know what you would call that right like you say you don't consider yourself bi or I
2: have no idea <laughs> yeah, I have no idea like I said like I, I wouldn't like if I wasn't with Rue um, I wouldn't go out looking for a relationship with a guy you know right I, I wouldn't go out and try to seek sexual adventures with a guy by himself or anything like that Um, but what well, we're kind of looking for
4: it's a is a loose sandwich,
3: <laughs> right? But let me ask you this though, yeah. Rob. Don't you believe though that after a while, if this guy is in your life for a while, that like you'd probably maybe after you gave him a blowjob and he gave you a blowjob, maybe you'd get more curious about other things.
2: At this point in time, no. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I never say never, kind of thing.
3: Right. Let me ask you this because you guys said no. you've <laughs> had you've had blow you've had blowjobs you've had um. Uh, threesomes already, right? Have they always been with women or have you done, you've done, you've done other guys with Rob. You said that, right, Rue?
2: Right. It's just yeah. been men so far.
3: Oh, okay. So you've had threesomes mm-hmm. with guys, yep. but have you gotten the blowjob yet or given a guy a blowjob yet or no?
2: No. Oh, uh, well, not with these guys that we were with. Um, but I have in the past received a blowjob.
3: Oh, my God. This is what's so interesting about people. <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> someone says something and then you're like, okay, and then they start saying more and then you're like, wait a second. What, I don't know. Like, you you know, when did you get a blowjob from a guy?
2: And that one was a drunk adventure. <laughs> okay, but like
3: blackout drunk like you don't remember and someone has a picture of it or like drunk like you were drunk. No, no, no. And I've, you remember.
2: I've, I've never done the blackout drunk thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm drunk enough to let my inhibitions go. So. <laughs> okay,
3: but wait, how old were you, and when did that happen, and what was the scenario, and who was it? Like, what oh, was that?
2: Oh wow! Um, it was about what, maybe ten years ago or so, okay. and it was it was actually a friend of mine. We were just hanging out, um, and we were we were hanging out, and it just happened, basically
3: okay where like at the hu- at your house and you guys were drinking right And yeah, like yeah. who decided to like make the move on the other person was your friend gay were you guys both like totally straight and like who was the person that made the move like how did it switch from like two friends hanging out drinking beers to like someone blowing someone
2: well it was it was him that made the move okay. and uh like I, like I said it was we we were both straight or at least i was straight um i don't know about him completely but he wasn't gay at the time i don't know about now okay
3: (laughs) but what move did he make Uh, like did he start kissing you like did you guys like kiss or did he just like pull your pants down
2: no it was more like uh like talking about it really Mm -hmm. Um, the conversation came up and he he was asking if basically if i if i've ever received one from a guy and I said no, and from there it went on to would you ever, and it happened. <laughs>
3: and you said yes, and then yeah. he pulled it, and then did, so he blew you, and like, was it like amazing?
2: Um, it, I mean, it's a, it's a blowjob, of course it's going to feel good, Uh-huh, you know?
3: uh-huh. Just like the mechanics of it, right? A mouth on your dick. But like, let me ask you oh, this: yeah. like, yeah. you thinking like, oh, that's a guy sucking me off. Like, did that create sort of like, you know, did that add to the sort of fun of it, or was it like you were picturing it being a girl and it was just like a regular blow job? Like, or was the fact that it was a guy the reason well, why it was I don't, hot? I don't
2: think the, yeah, the fact that it was a guy had no no relevance to it. I. I mean, it was, it just felt great. Uh Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't like an extra turn on because it was a guy or anything like that. So it could have been a girl that night and it would have been the same thing.
3: Right. And so that was the only blowjob you got from a guy that one time since? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so you guys have had all, so now do you, when you guys have brought these guys into your threesomes now in your relationship, how many of them have you done? since you guys been together two years and you said that you brought this up after a year. So you guys have had a year of sort of having these threesomes, right? Right. And now... Yeah, off. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Like in the beginning, a year ago, when you discussed, let's go to swing clubs, did you already know that you're looking for like that third person to be your partner and you just haven't found a partner and that's why you've just been having threesomes for a year? Or did you just decide recently that you want to make it a partner and not just do the threesomes like you have been in the past.
4: We, we Whoa. talked about it intensively mm-hmm. before we ever brought anybody in.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, cause we're really, we're very open about what we talk about and really how we feel and we get it out in the open so that there is no, there is no deep seating worries or there's no, nothing that we haven't discussed. So mm-hmm. we had talked about it. We talked about swinging and we're like, eh, I don't think I want to do swinging cause it's just, there's some random guy. It's not, that is a connection. Okay, so we're about adding another couple. Oh, that's another, you know, we're like, oh, that's a dynamic is kind of a little, a little much because then you've got, you've got your feelings, their feelings, their feelings as a couple, your feelings as a couple. Mm-hmm. How do you intersperse this?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So we discussed it some more, and we said, well, okay, we could go to sex clubs, but gonna kind of defeats the purpose of finding a relationship.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So we, we looked into it some more and decided, okay, one person then we decided is it a girl or a guy okay now, i personally i can appreciate the female form and i have no problem doing things with girls in the middle of, of a threesome or whatever but again like he does not with guys to it's, it's me adding an extra girl brings a lot of problems and mm-hmm. i'm not overly really attracted to women right. i like i think i mean don't don't get me wrong it's we're kind of weird and i'll point out a good like looking ass like mm-hmm. hey babe look at that girl's ass look 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 right you know but it's not what i'm attracted to either we do this often mm-hmm. <laughs> so Very but but we we talked about it we decided that you know another guy
3: well let me ask cry, you rob like you know, so, okay but let me ask you rob if it was like were you okay like she says like oh like it's not what i'm attracted to so why would i care about having a three set you know but like since Rob, you feel the same way about guys, right? You could give or take with them. Wouldn't you prefer for the third person to be a woman? Or are you the type of person, because you're kind of monogamous by nature, that you don't need anyone else besides Rue anyway, so you're not sort of jonesing for another woman?
2: Right, there was no preference. I mean, we have an awesome relationship with or without a third. Uh Uh, it's, It's been great from the beginning. This was never like, something to fix the relationship, so to say. Right. It's always been just for like that extra, you know, bit of it. Um, right. But let we me answer, but put it really in a A what? What's that?
3: We consider it an enhancement to our relationship. Right. But oh, how come? Yeah. Right. So what is the deal with wanting? Cause I understand getting the sex more than the relationship aspect. That's what I find the most interesting because I don't understand that as much. I've always wanted to be a swinger one day, like when I'm like 68, I want to be like a swinger <laughs> or something. I don't know. Like, and I just, just to have like crazy sex and do whatever the fuck I want. But like to have, like, I don't even like to have a relationship with one person, let alone two people, you know? So like, <laughs> what is the desire, right? To have that, like, why is it so important that it's a relationship, right? Because you guys keep making it a point that it's not just about sex. But then when Rob just made his sort of analysis, it sounded like it was just for an extra sexual kind of a thing. But I know, Rue, you keep making a point to say that it's more for a relationship.
4: Well, for for me, it's like the polygamy thing. Mm -hmm. Having that extra person in the relationship to, A, help Rob, with his emotional needs, mine, my emotional needs, and we help that person with theirs. The sex part is because, a, I like having sex with two men, and he likes watching me have sex with other men. So right. it
3: kind of just works that way. Okay, so it is... He so, enjoys that, quite a bit, don't he? <laughs> uh, right. Listen, I've got to tell you that on my podcast, when I look at the analytics, the ones where the guys either watch their girls fuck other guys or talk about the fact that they want their girl to fuck other guys is my most listened to podcasts. Like that's like the hottest fantasy out there. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I never even knew about that before I started to do my podcast, but it turns out that is a, a hot thing that guys like. So obviously Rob, like you don't get jealous when you see her with another guy. If anything, it turns you on. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't get jealous at all. Um, actually the, the first guy we were, we were with was kind of like a trial run to test that uh-huh. and it was non-existent. <laughs>
3: right. And if anything, like I'm assuming though that it was actually a turn on, right? Oh yeah. Now do you get double penetrated?
4: We haven't tried that yet.
5: You have Or well, like, can
4: I take turns? You uh? No, well, I mean, I've, I personally have not, uh-huh. No. We haven't tried that yet. we're willing to try it. we just haven't gotten to that point where we find somebody a that's consistent enough and B, that we really want to do it with um my I mean don't get me wrong I've had sex while blowing one of the other guys at the same time uh-huh. you know
5: uh-huh.
4: that's you know technically double penetration I've done that quite a few times and I actually <laughs> like that and so do they so um. Right. Like we haven't found anybody to actually have like, you know, anal and vaginal at the same time, or you know, what have you? Right,
3: and because you, you also it's more so, of a yeah,
4: we're trying to find the right person, and we haven't found them yet. We're, yeah, that's we're looking what I was just going to ask, that'll be the right
5: one.
3: Right now, when you say though, because like I know that like we we were talking like in giving girls a bad rap and saying we're all kind of like high maintenance and annoying, and you know, c- God forbid you add another girl into the mix, it could be kind of irritating, right? But like. You know, guys have their flaws too, right? <laughs> so, like, adding <laughs> another guy to the mix, right? When you say, "Rue," like, oh, we're adding another guy because, like, I, like the whole polygamy thing. Like, you know, I want to sort of share the responsibilities, and so, like, you know, this other person could help with Rob's emotional needs. Like, do you really think you're going to find a guy that's going to be able to help him with his emotional needs? Like, I feel like that guys don't do that with for each other. <laughs> Or do you just well, mean like I mean, companionship like, needs? Like, you know, like they could just be dudes well, and they could well, just hang out with each other. Right.
4: Hang out, be best friends. Like what we're, we're looking for is they're best friends and we all share each other.
5: Mm-hmm. Whether that's yeah,
2: just emotional like,
4: or yeah. like, because Rob and I are, are best friends. Mm-hmm. We, He and I, we and I, we don't need other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't, I don't need a girl's night out. He doesn't need a guy's night out. No, we but you guys do, no,
3: no, but you do need another person. Like, you do want a little bit more companionship. Like, maybe you don't want full-on friends, right? But you want to take that and bring it into your house because you need a little bit of something more that each of you give because that's why you're bringing another person in, right?
4: Which Not I really. think we actually could be makes this sense. Happy without people. We could be this happy without a third person. We're Uh happy. We're completely happy. The third person would be just, like I said, be like an extra to love, frankly. We have a lot of love to give, and we want another person in our relationship to, A, give us love, you know, give each other love.
3: Yeah, you're a much better better person than I am. I don't have enough love. Like, I can't imagine (laughs) having more than one kid. I don't even love my cat anymore now that I had a baby. Like, I'm just like, I just don't have enough of that to give put around. (laughs) But I might just nah. be a horrendous person. Yeah, I don't, you know I mean? No, we both have we both have really big hearts, and we love we love people. I mean, we just do. Yeah, but you do, it's, okay? It's but listen, out. I have to let you know the things that that kind not hypocritical, but things that like sort of say like you say one thing and then it doesn't sort of go with something else. Like you just said before that like you don't even have other friends, like you don't have a need for them, you don't have other friends, right? But yet you say you love people, right? So I would think people who love people and how that would have lots of friends and would be super social and be very out there, right? But yet you're making it seem like oh, no, you guys we, stay sort of isolated. We're super
4: social. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're not super social. It's We don't have any close, super close friends. We have like a couple close friends.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And then we have plenty of acquaintances.
5: Yeah, I like, think Like we have normal. a lot
4: of friends at work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's normal when you get older. You don't have like 80
3: friends when you're older. You know, I mean, I think that that's pretty normal.
4: Like, my best friend lives in Scotland. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it's a long distance friendship.
4: (laughs) Yeah, she's my best friend. She lives in Scotland. She comes and visits every couple of years. But Mm we can talk to each other like we haven't, you know, like Mm -hmm. we've been talking to each other every day, even though it's been months apart. And, you know, we've got friends like that. I I have another friend that we... Again, lives not that far away, but we both have really busy schedules. So
5: mm-hmm.
4: it's not that we don't have friends; it's more that we don't have friends that we have come over and hang out at the house.
3: Right, but if you get this the third time. person, it's kind of like a roommate, right? That is always around, an yeah. extra friend that never leads, and you get to to have sex with them every day, like all the time, too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it is exactly. like it's not such a bad deal. Like I totally get it, right? And it's like, like I said, it, I kind of it kind of makes sense if you're the type that don't really want to go out and be with friends, right? So you're just going to, like, bring that extra person in so now you have, like, you have two needs met, right? You get a little action, and then you have that that friend, that extra companionship need met as well. Now, what is what are you looking for in the guy that you haven't met him yet? Like, what's your criteria? Like, what have you guys figured out that you're looking for?
2: It, it's more basically them wanting the same thing we want. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys that are... That like that, I, like I screen a lot of, um, I guess when I when I put an ad out there or and I'm looking for someone, mm-hmm. I screen a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of <laughs> Ruth doesn't even know half the stuff I screen out. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine, um, right? We going to take over that portion, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, most of them are just guys looking to get off and uh-huh. you know just be with the with the girl or with the guy or or both of them at the same time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They're not looking for a relationship, that extra connection, that extra friendship, relationship, whatever it is.
3: Well, Rob, um, so now you know what it's like to be a girl, okay? <laughs> That's how girls feel. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I guess Welcome so. to our world. <laughs> That's just guys. Hey, it's not easy. <laughs> no,
4: it's not. No. And, he's, for us. and he screens very well. Right. He very well uh-huh. He'll give me a synopsis of if we find somebody cool wait where the, do you guys advertise that pictures, that where,
3: that pictures. where do you guys advertise where like where, is there like a forum or a place where you like is there a dating site for people that are into this
2: well there are a few but um we I haven't had any success with with those uh-huh. um,
3: specifically.
2: no they're not usually
3: in
4: our area our area is very yeah. like, a very closed off and
3: please you guys yeah. have had Very so much crazy sex that i want to know where you live because like there's a lot of shit is going down there okay you guys act like you live in the bible <laughs> no, no, it, it, you've had five sums and three he's been blown by his friend i mean come on <laughs> there's a lot of shit that goes down where all... you live. <laughs> people don't want to admit it that's well, not only...
4: If it is, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to bring it up. Nobody wants to be open about it.
3: No, I know that's why I do my show because I think that this stuff really goes down, right? Because I hear from people from all over you know, the United States, right? People call me from, well, I post ads mm-hmm. all over and I get people calling from all over and this is stuff is going on all over, right? People would think, oh, it's just a place. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I live in New York City, right? And I feel like there's more of this shit going on in like a small town in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> right? Than here. This is like, <laughs> that's yeah, why probably. I do my show because I think it's fascinating that this is the stuff that's going down that people don't talk about because they can't, because people are super judgmental. But, um, so you, so you're screen the people. I would assume that it's pretty hard. Cause like, listen, I would think, Oh, it'd be great if there was a dating website strictly for people that are into that. So you could weed out the bullshit, but there's probably not a lot of people just yet. Right. That are really into that to sort of find, you know, to have a one website, right. And populate that because it's probably not a lot of people in your in your vicinity, right? You want someone to move in with you, right? And live with you. And so he, that person right, has to live eventually. close. It's, I think it would be pretty hard yep. to find. And then, you know, even if you find one guy that's into it, how do you know if he's going to be like looks wise, what you're looking for or personality you know, it's like a hard kind of thing to find, right? Oh
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very difficult. <laughs>
3: now, have you, ha- like- <laughs> have you met people and gone on dates and like sort of, you know, and then like, and shit went down and it wasn't good. Like what's gone on?
4: Well, our first, our first one that we met,
5: mm-hmm.
4: he was really nice. It was it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but he had his own situation going on, and then it kind of just we went on a, two first dates, and then it kind of a couple other encounters, and then it kind of tapered off, and he kind of disappeared. And but the, he had his own situation. What was his situation that was going on on his side?
3: So he had a woman. On he had.
4: Side? He had a he had a girlfriend, which is something we don't like in our criteria.
5: Uh-huh.
4: And he came out and told us that he had one, but she wasn't able to have sex or something like that. We and I didn't we didn't pry or anything. We weren't trying to get into his relationship because uh-huh. that's one of our criteria that they don't have a girlfriend
5: uh-huh.
4: because we don't want to pry into somebody else's relationship and we don't want to cause strife. So we can kind of look for a single guy. Um, right, you want to invite someone can, into
3: your relationship because at least you guys know right. where you stand in your relationship. You have more control in that, like you said. I totally think right. that that's smart.
4: And then we had a, you know, another encounter, and it just it wasn't right. It just wasn't right. The sex was good, but it was a little rougher than what we were used to, and he kind of was, he wasn't quite right. You know, you get that feeling. It's like, you know, you're a really nice guy, but this isn't, you know, this isn't working for us. uh hmm um, we've tried talking to a couple other people, but they haven't panned out. Like one guy just didn't show up one night and refused to stop talking. Like he wanted to do it, but then when it came down to the wire, uh-huh. he couldn't jump off the cliff and actually, you know, take the last step.
3: Right. Maybe he got um, freaked out. That's uh-huh. happened.
4: That Right. And that's happened with a couple guys where they're not actually willing. Or they want to talk about it a lot. Uh-huh. But when it comes down to it, then no, nope, I don't want to, no, I don't want to go
3: meet you. I don't want to. Well, let me Um, ask you, Rob. Yeah, the last one. Sorry, and then I'll ask Rob the question. Mm -hmm, No, you go. The last one.
4: The last one. He. um, I was pregnant at the time. When Mm -hmm. I got pregnant, I said, "All right, if we don't find another third by a certain month, Mm -hmm. like when because I'm starting to feel huge and I don't feel great, Mm -hmm. I don't look great, and you Mm -hmm. know whatever." I said, after a certain month, we're not going to try anymore. We'll wait till after the baby's born, Mm -hmm. and we'll go from there.
3: Right, so that's where you're um, at now.
4: The last the last guy we met, uh-huh. he seemed really nice when he was texting and talking, and we got there and it didn't work, like not at all. Both but, of us kind of looked at each other within the first few minutes we went and
3: went in. He was just creepy, Wasn't anything was weird, ugly, like what was the deal?
4: Nothing creepy or weird or ugly or anything. It just, his manner wasn't what we kind of wanted. He was more on the gay side.
3: Oh, okay, hmm
4: he just seemed very, very gay. And that's more than what yeah, we were looking connection. for. We were looking for... That probably wasn't there. You're looking no. for a dude that's no going to get along with
3: Rob, right? Like, I mean, Rob, you're, you you want to be like... It's got to be a guy that you'd be like friends with, right? Like, that's important.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely.
3: And like, let me ask you this, Rob, because you're a guy, right? And so you could put yourself in these guys' situation, right? Like, would mm-hmm. you be into being a... Th- a th- the, you know, the third person in a relationship with a guy and a, a woman?
2: Personally, uh-huh. if, if I was single, yes, uh, I do see myself. Um, if that ever did come up, uh-huh. I, I probably would go ahead and do it.
3: Uh-huh. Right. And, you, and do you believe that this would, because you guys, are you guys married or you're getting get married soon?
2: Yeah, we're not married yet. Um, we're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's, no, getting,
3: it's a process. Getting married is a process. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole legal thing, right? I mean, it's a, but you're together. You're living together. You have a baby together. I mean, like, you might as well be married. You know, what's the difference? But um, you expect that when this person comes in, like, that person, is that person, like, equal in your relationship? Or is that person, like the added person. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys are getting married. You guys have a kid together. Does that person come in and that person gets married too with you guys? Or is that person like more disposable than you guys? Because you guys have that sort of relationship first. Cause that's what I think like people would be like maybe a little, not weirded out by, but like they would be like the third person is always like maybe the odd person out. I don't know. Well, we've
4: talked about that,
3: that if we, yeah. we added a third person that they would be our third
5: uh-huh. It wouldn't
4: be just him and I. We would each have individual time together after, after we've established that this person was going to be a permanent. We've talked about this, that if, say, me and this other guy are home, we can have sex, and he's not going to be upset. Or, you know, me right. and I are home, and he's the other one's out there, we can have sex, and he's not going to be upset. We've even talked about that if I got pregnant, it wouldn't matter whose baby it was. It would just be our baby, you know? Uh-huh.
3: That, would you let your families this, know? It would just be
4: our kid. Our family, we haven't really talked to our family. I've talked to a couple of my friends about it, but our family, it's kind of like if we meet the right person, we'll add them into the family, but beyond that, we haven't brought them right, up Right, because, I
3: mean, like if that person is really for real in your life, right? So what happens when holidays mm-hmm. come and all that stuff, right? Like you would have to sort of right. go public, right, with your situation.
5: Oh, we
4: talked about that, that if it, yeah. if it got to the point where they were permanent in our lives, we would tell anybody.
5: Mm-hmm. It
4: wouldn't bother us. Mm-hmm. we've even like brought up scenarios to okay so say we go to Thanksgiving dinner you know at my mom's house or your mom's house
5: mm-hmm.
4: and we bring that extra person because guess what they're part of the family
5: mm-hmm.
4: yeah you bring them yeah and just tell the family um we've talked about what would we do in public if we were in public and I'm holding hands with one and kissing the other yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah.
3: No. No, it can't be. We, I mean, I think that about- you guys are smart in that. I really believe like when, if you're going to have a situation like that, it's got to sort of be, I mean, it's good that you guys really talked about all the different things that could go down and that, but I think it's also really good that you're both on the same page where you're kind of loose about the rules. Cause I think if you're like, yeah, well I'll let a third person in, but you can't fuck them when I'm not home. And, but I don't know. Like, I just think <laughs> that's like a recipe for disaster. You know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you just like, look, look, you were mutually masturbating yourself with these people and then eventually like you wanted more right so like I just think Mm -hmm. that it's like really good that you guys have like I said gone through all those scenarios and you know and have decided that you guys would be okay with anything right mm-hmm. like you could have sex with a person oh, yeah. where you're not there or anything because i think that's the only way to make a situation i think threesomes when it's just for sex you can have more rules and regulations but when you're inviting someone in and you're going to have a real relationship with them if you're putting up like rules and relationship rules and regulations in that situation i don't think it would work mm-hmm. so much i mean all I the think,
4: rules go out the window yeah and then you have to create your own dynamic
3: right it's
4: like because we have kids it's like all right, do. What do the kids eventually call this person? Or you know, what what's the answer? How, how, when do we introduce the kids to these people? And you know, all kinds of stuff. We've all thought about that and talked about it. And
3: it what would be, who be would the right that person, person be? Right situation. Who would that person be to the kids? What's the answer to that question?
2: Yeah, yeah we so, haven't really decided that yet. Okay. <laughs> and, no. uh, it's you know, it's, it's kind of like it's one of the things we have talked about, but that's one of the things that. Still up in the air, you uh-huh. know. It's not. It's not one mm-hmm. of things we have an answer for yet, right? But you know, we have thought about it. We have talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. it you know, it's kind of like for us right now. Uh-huh. Uh, we're we're an open book. Uh-huh. You know, we're not openly saying to everyone we know, hey, we do this uh-huh. and we like this and we're looking for this.
5: Uh-huh.
2: But if let's say one of our best friends comes to us and says, and you know, and asks us asks us straight out. Hey, do you guys do this? We're right. not going to, uh-huh.
3: you know. And eventually, and when have you have, have that, friends. eventually when you have that third person, like it's going to be known to everybody. What were you going to say? You have two friends. Right. I have two friends that I have talked about it with.
5: Uh-huh.
4: Um, the one, my one friend that had her own three-person relationship, uh-huh. I talked to her about it, and then I talked to one of my other friends about it, who's very open and you know, free-spirited yoga instructor, and uh-huh. we've had conversations about it. So, but it's kind of one of those conversations you bring up and you, oh, okay. They're like, oh, okay. Right. My other friend and I had more, you know, a more in-depth conversation about it. But I think because of the way we are, we're kind of crazy. We're weird. We're open. Mm-hmm. I don't think our friends
3: would be very surprised by it. Right. Or maybe even you <laughs> your family because they sort of get, they know you all their life, right? Like, I mean, it's not like you're these, normal, right. Like you're, like you've always been sort of out of the box, I'm assuming, right? Your whole life right oh yeah i have both been, of you definitely. how about you rob too
2: yeah for the most part yeah i, I have been you know i've always gone against the norm mm-hmm. i guess if you want to say that yeah totally so and it's
4: not saying that mm-hmm. it's not saying that some of our family wouldn't be upset by it because i'm not really close with my family mm-hmm. um i have family i got I have brothers. I have a sister. Uh We have, over the years we've drifted apart. So it's not saying that they wouldn't have a big hissy fit on their own, but you know, it's my life. Right. Not your life. It's my life. Um, I think that they'd try to talk me out of it and they'd try to say, you know, you're you're wrong. But frankly, if if we're happy in the way we live, nobody's hurt. Nothing's wrong. Why is our lifestyle wrong? (laughs) Why are the things that we like and love wrong? I mean, it's kind of like if you're my family and you really love us, you just accept it. Uh-huh. And and like I said, I'm sure both of our families, we'd have people who wouldn't accept it. We just have to deal with it.
3: But that's or they'd, have to, they'd have to deal with it, right? Because you're still oh, going to do what you're going to deal, with, it. Yeah, deal you know. with, right? And it's like, what is it? It's not hurt. You guys are not hurting anybody. That's the whole thing about why mm-hmm. I love talking about sex because people like... I don't know. People take other people like what other people do sexually like way too personal. Like it's like, why do people really care? Like it doesn't affect other people, right? Unless you're like raping you people, know. you know, or whatever. Like what people do sexually is really
4: it, listen. It's not like I'm sitting here having sex in front of my son. I'm not there. Right. It's not inappropriate in front sex. of my kids.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. I'm
4: not. In, no, I'm not in public having you know sex in public and not getting arrested for indecent exposure. And this is what happens in my house. Mm-hmm. And and. With, for clarification, the times that we have had people over and doing anything, my son was at my gra- his grandma's house. Thank mm-hmm. like you. We weren't ready to introduce you to this person, and you, you know what? You don't get to meet him.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. And it's,
4: but like I said, it's not like, you know, society itself is very, especially American society, is very closed off about anything sexual. Totally. Uh-huh. They yeah,
3: don't. I've had that on my show before many times. Mm-hmm.
4: Sex is taboo. Mm -hmm. if you are not in just a missionary position you are wrong
3: (laughs) Right, right. but yeah listen to my episodes and my podcast and listen to what people are really doing and that's why it's like Mm -hmm. people are doing such crazy things because it's like everything is so taboo if anything it just makes it all like hotter I think Mm -hmm. to people (laughs) you know to be doing shit behind closed doors that nobody knows about because it's just like everything is just so dirty because it's like everyone Mm -hmm. That's the way we look at things here you know Um, but like you guys, your thing isn't really about sex, but you're open though, to having a woman, right? I I just feel like a, like, it's probably, you're probably, it'd probably be easier to find a girl. I think, unfortunately, don't you think?
0: Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year. Now by going to Caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for $10 off your first purchase, get $10 off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at Caskers.com.
4: We were actually talking about that the other day. -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that, That society would look at, okay, say just a random person watches our house the girl comes over all the time and spends all her time here. Mm -hmm. They probably wouldn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. They would probably just think that, hey, the girl's hanging out. You do the same thing on the flip reverse and you have a guy over here all the time hanging out, coming and going. They would probably be suspicious. Oh, that girl's a whore. She's got two men in that house. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this the other day that it would probably, that society yes would be more accepting if it was another girl because they kind of just brush it off like it's a phase. If you had another guy and it's, totally different because society views women so differently. Well I just mean
3: easier not like easier in like the way it's viewed by other people. I mean easier in that so many women are looking for relationships (laughs) and a lot of women (laughs) are are kind of desperate so you know it'd be probably a lot easier to find a woman that's really looking for And, you know, that needs a relationship. Like I said, like, Rob, you see, like a lot of guys aren't looking for relationship. They could just go out and get, like most men just want sex, right? It's, uh, so they could, and they could go out Mm -hmm. and find that anywhere, right? So you're not going to find, a lot of guys that A, want a relationship and B, on top of that, want a relationship with a guy and a woman, you know, it's going to be, that's not to say that you can't find it, right? Like if that's what you want, you'll eventually find it, right? Because I believe that there's somebody for everybody. But I just think that like a woman, like there's so many women out there that do want relationships. And because all the guys are like the guys that are emailing Rob and they don't want relationships and they just want to fuck, right? There's probably a lot of more women that would be up to sharing a guy and being in a relationship and having that kind of polyamorous thing go down. So that's what I mean by easier, you know? Um, I know it's not ideal, right? Have you gone out with any women, like, as prospects to add in or no? No, I haven't yet. yet, No? No? I mean, and now that you have a baby, like, she might be more helpful. (laughs) (laughs) like you might be the one that needs a little bit more than rob (laughs) you know i mean i just think like a woman it's like to me it takes a village and i think that's when women helping women really works like that's what women are good for like you know helping women do women things right um so i don't know
4: i've seen plenty of guys that are that are really take up the reins when it comes to kids too
3: Right. I mean,
4: Rob is a perfect example.
3: (laughs) I know, but the fact that you're going to find two of them in one time, like I got to say, you'd be very lucky. But I do believe, just like you were getting all lucky. No, but I do believe, listen, just the way that you attracted all these threesomes into your life, that if that's like exactly what you want and that's like your intention, like you will eventually draw it to you. Like I believe that, you know, I don't let Mm -hmm. what I say. I think anything is possible. It's, It's all what you're looking for, what you're ready for, what you want, Right. Um, you just right. it just might take longer. I'm just saying if you're open to a girl, it just might be easier. But it seems like it's really way more, you guys are, you're way, especially Rue, you're way more interested in a guy not really open to having the girl. Because it's not ideal I'm for not, you, right? Because you're not, not that into them.
4: I wouldn't say no to a girl mm-hmm. at all. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say that it's off the table completely. It's not off the table completely. We, yes, it would be easier to find Mm-hmm. But I think in our relationship, it would be harder to have another girl versus
3: another guy. Right. With our relationship dynamic. But yeah, it would probably be easier to find a girl. Probably a problem. <laughs> but, 100%. You know. Yes. And i even probably, but why in your relationship dynamic do you think it would be more difficult? Like what's your relationship dynamic that would, that makes it more difficult for a girl?
4: I think mostly because girls are territorial. mm mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn territorial about my house
5: mm-hmm.
4: and I don't like, you know, like when we moved into the house, I Rob helped do that all the heavy lifting. I put everything away because I know where everything is.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I think it would be harder to have somebody come in my kitchen, use my stuff, and then put it away if i wrong and I'd be like, oh, that doesn't belong there. Right. <laughs> because women are very very territorial. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying that I wouldn't say, no, come on in. If it's the right person.
3: Right. It has so to be the right person. Yeah, there's a lot of girls out there that are like guys. Like, you would do well with a girl that's like a guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are guy g- girls that are like more guy-like, you know what I mean? And like that kind like, of girl. Like, my bro. No, just like, a, I think I'm like a guy. Like, I think like I know g- girls that are more like, they're just more logical girl. They're not so girly girl. And they're, you know, you don't have to read their mind or walk on eggshells. And there's like a more like a, maybe an alpha female or someone who's a little bit more manly you know someone that like the kind of girl that guys don't really like <laughs> you know <laughs> that's me that's me oh okay there you go well, I, i'm that alpha female. <laughs> right that's me too but right so i think i think that um i think two alphas could get along but maybe i, I don't know though that two alphas can get along in the sa- on the same island, right? And that's what your house would be. That would be the island. And if you're the alpha, you would need a right. beta. You would definitely need a beta to coexist. I mean, you could be friends with one, and you know. But I think if you were sharing mm-hmm. a guy, it probably wouldn't work with the alpha. So forget about the guy, guy. You'd have to have a, you'd have to have a girl, girl, and then it could be a nightmare. <laughs> well, I me—that's
4: mean, the my sweetheart can can. To make sure he gets the two girls and serves the two girls at the same time. <laughs> right, yeah,
2: that's going to be a little difficult.
4: We're <laughs> upfront <laughs> and honest about ourselves, and if we hmm. but
2: you guys, we well, always- talked
4: about adding a girl, right, and adding a girl like with a strap on, mm-hmm. like one of those kind of things. We mm-hmm. talked, we've talked about that, and if we found the right, like I said, the right girl, it the same thing with the right guy It would it would just work like we've even talked about changing our strategy about trying to find a person like possibly just trying to find a friend make friends that maybe further on we can add them and because they're already friends and we've you know so make some new friends that are open more open
3: to the idea of yeah and i think you should continue to hang out like swingers clubs like places in your area that like are you know, because just like you guys were at Swinger Clubs, but you were, like, there, but, like, you were looking for something different, like, I would think that you're going to more likely find somebody in a place like that than in a regular place, you know? So maybe you find the person that's at the Swinger Club, but that's looking for more, you know, at that place, mm-hmm. you know, and just to put more ads. I would. Do you put ads on Craigslist?
2: Yeah, I've I've actually done a couple for Craigslist. Um hmm and then I've answered one. the The first guy that the first guy that we um, tried this with was actually me answering his ad.
3: Uh-huh. Um, and well,
2: I, and I and I like I said, I put one out there, but that's about it.
3: Right. Well, Craigslist is hard, but like I just think that there's a lot of guys on there. So if you're looking for a guy, like you know, if you're a girl looking for, like you know, it's a lot of times it's not good in certain situations. But in this situation you know, that might be a place where somebody like that is looking, you know? But I think it's, like, smart that you guys put it out there and keep doing ads and, um, you know, but I think if you hang out at, like, the... I don't know how much, how able, like, how, like, how sort of realistic it would be to, like, get a friend in as a guy and then switch it around and be like, hey, now, like, let's kind of blow each other and you could fuck my girl. Let's have a relationship I don't know, but maybe that would, maybe that is another angle, right? Like, why not try all different things? But Mm -hmm. I think you're, it's more like, it's more likely that you're going to meet the guy and it's going to be straight up from the beginning. You know what I mean? This is somebody that's looking exactly what you're looking for and he's going to be the right person and you'll eventually find him. Like, how could you not? You know what I mean? You guys are together forever, Mm -hmm. right? You've only been together for two years. Mm -hmm. So you'll eventually find that guy, um, but I think that uh, you just got to keep looking. It's so fascinating to me. I can't wait to find out who this guy is and how you meet him and how it works out because... (laughs) it's a rare breed you know <laughs> you're working for somebody rare but like look you mm-hmm. guys met each other right i think some people if you called me up rue as a woman and said oh i'm 30 and i'm looking to be polyamorous with a guy but i only want a guy in and like all these things right like maybe some people would say oh you're never mm-hmm. going to find a guy that's going to want to be with you and be open but like look you met rob right and vice versa i could say the same thing mm-hmm. to rob you know um, so I just think that there's so many people out there that are into so many different things and there's somebody for everybody and, you know, you guys will eventually find exactly what you're looking for. I believe that. And I can't wait to hear that in my update show, <laughs> like when it actually goes down. Oh, we can't
4: wait to find that person too.
3: Yeah. And now we I can't know. can't wait to find that person too. <laughs> right. And so, so you're looking hardcore even now that you had a baby, are you taking any time off? Well, we we it was
4: about I was about seven months along when I finally went. Nope, we need to stop, and we're waiting a little bit longer until the baby's a little bit older. But then we're going to start looking again.
3: Right. Okay. Well, good luck. I love hearing this kind of stuff. I think it's so fascinating. <laughs> I think more and more people, as time goes by, will be into this kind of stuff. I mean, they've had shows on TV. It's not like. You know, a lot of people are more open to these kind of relationships. You should look for like younger guys too. Like, do you get do you have like age range that you're looking at?
4: We try to not go over forty, uh-huh. only because for me, that ten year ten year gap is a. They're at a different headspace than Very I am. Much. <laughs> but
3: That's what's perfect. the youngest? Like, what's the youngest that you look for?
4: Oh, uh, we we were saying like twenty five because again, you go too much younger, again, it's a totally different headspace they uh-huh, They're right. not looking for necessarily you know we're so we're looking for someone between 25 and like, like 40.
3: Right, right, right. Well, that's good. Yeah. This is our age range. Yeah, you might wind up finding meeting like like you know someone super young that's into it or maybe somebody like Rob who's a little bit older who's like mm-hmm. had sort of you know, done things pretty conventionally, but, like, isn't really conventional Because, Rob, like you say, you've always done things out of the box, so it was just a matter of time. Like, you must have felt like you hit the jackpot when you finally met Rue, right? Because she was somebody that was, like, (laughs) more in line with what you were always probably looking for, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I believe it's every guy's dream, basically, to have someone like her.
3: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think so. But, I mean, for you, because you're not, like, really, like, I don't know. You're not, like, a player type of guy that was always looking just for sex. But it's just, like, I think that, um, right? I don't know. That's what you've given me the impression. But, like, you've just, like, more unconventional. No, I've never been. But more unconventional and, like, interested in doing things very different, you know. And so you met a girl. I don't even just mean sexually. It's just, like, it's, like, interesting that, you know, you found somebody as like sort of different and open to things that are different as you are right and you just need that third person and they right. have to exist where you guys look like you, I believe it
2: exists yeah no, I'm do pretty do. sure that person's out there um, we just have to keep looking and hopefully, hopefully everything works out
3: yeah it always takes a long time mm-hmm. for anyone to find like the one right I mean that's what you guys are looking for you're looking for mm-hmm. the one right it's like if you had a girlfriend right. that was looking for a real relationship or Rob, you were, you know, you, you had a guy friend that was like, oh, I'm finally ready to meet the one. Like, you know, he's not going to go out the next day and meet the person, right? It always takes a while because what you're really looking for is somebody that, mm-hmm. you know, all the stars align, right? It's not just for sex. It's not just for a friend. So, you know, it's just going to take a little bit like right. it does for anybody to find like that real relationship. Oh, yeah. But I hope it's, like, soon. I so thought I, can... I was 29 before I met Rob. Exactly. Well, hopefully it's not that long because I don't know if 30 years from now I'll still be doing this podcast. I want you to, like, meet someone pretty soon so I get the update. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. We're hoping. Okay. Well, keep me posted. This was, like, so okay. fascinating. I mean, it's exciting to have, like, the first couple on. And you guys, it was like talking to one person because you guys are so on the same page, you know. Um, but I think that that's mm-hmm. like a, a yeah. Great... We, get, we
5: get that a lot. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like that. I was going to ask that before, like, do you guys agree on everything? But it really seems like you do. And that's like a, that's like a good thing. You know, that's like super healthy. And I think you guys have a great relationship and you know, I'm curious of how mm-hmm. it works out though, when that third person comes in and that's what I'm dying to hear about. So keep me posted and let me know, you know, when you meet that new person. Yeah,
2: we'll definitely keep okay. posting. Um, and uh, thanks, thanks for giving us the time to speak our piece. I guess you know it, it's really, yeah. it's really nice to get that out there because we don't really talk to a lot of people about it. Uh-huh. Um, so just, just talking to you, even though it's anonymous. No, that's the only way it
3: works. That's what I love. I was telling my friend that tonight, I had a girl on my show the other day who was my friend and I had to edit so much shit out because she wanted to be her and because she's a comedian and I'm like, this is why I do my show anonymously because I don't have to edit shit (laughs) out and people could talk about real things, you know, because they don't have to be worried about people knowing and that's what people need to hear. People need to hear the truth and you get it more so, I believe, if you don't tell people who people are and like who cares who you guys really are. You know what I mean? But what matters is that like are right. people that exist and this is what you're doing and probably other people can relate or people like to hear about it. And I love it. I think it's fascinating because like I say, always my motto is like, I never talk about celebrities cause I think real people are fascinating. This is like what real people do. And I'm never like, it never ceases mm-hmm. to amaze me what I hear from people that call my show. I think it's super fascinating and, uh, And I love like your guys thing because I think it's progressive and it's like what probably like you know, a hundred years from now, like this kind of stuff that you guys are doing is going to be like very common, and you guys are just like on the forefront of it, you know. So it was like a great topic for me to get on my show because, you know, I think this is the type of thing that's going to be more common as time goes by, time goes on, you know. Mm -hmm. So good luck.
4: Because our society's evolving.
3: Totally, I love it. Like I said, I was born in a time where everyone was like, it was 10,000 times worse when I was growing up. Like, you don't even know, like, you know, so, you know, you guys have it, you have it a lot better because look, you could talk to your friends about all the stuff that you do and they're kind of doing the same stuff. And, you know, it's a lot more open-minded than it was 20 years ago. So, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Thank God. (laughs) That's for sure. So thanks you guys. It was great having you on. All right. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.